I thought he'd be here to meet me. I had it all crystal clear in my head. Letter said to come down 28th of January. Ticket was a single, same as his. Caught the 10 to 8 main line, same as he had, three months back. I'd pictured him that day, arriving here about tea time, with the rest of the men from the special areas. Cold, hungry, tired. Piling into an association truck in a fog of white breath. All those nights since, I've conjured him up, stood here, waiting on me. I'm not after a truck, just my Tommy. He's not written to see, either way, of course. Not written once by that Christmas card. A robin. Perched on the handle of a spade, dug deep in snow. Crinkle edges. Greetings from the association. And just Tommy. No love from. No news. Not that I wrote and asked. I learned early. Never ask. Never expect nothing. And that's what he liked about me, right from the start. No, where you been, or what you been up to, or where did that ten shillings come from? Tommy'd rather twist your arm off than give an account of himself. And he knows I've never been on the railways before. Leastways, not the main line. My pluck lasted about as long as the poke of barley twists I bought on Durham platform. There's no earthly power keeps Letty Radley away from a confectioner's barrow. Even as Mrs Chilvers had waved me right round the corner and up the hill, I'd not really believed that I was leaving. It was only on the big train, squeezed in with a party down from Edinburgh. Yes, their fine leather gloves and trimmed hats did for me. Their scented soap and bright complexions. And the baby. Their big, silent baby, with its big blue eyes. When the lot of them trooped off to the dining car, I swiped their copy of titbits. And after they came back... I peeped and sucked and swung me legs at the lot of them. By the time I had to change at Peterborough, I was pretty low. A fresh bloke in the pinstripe got on, his cheeks pitted like a copper kettle with the chicken pox or whatever. Yarned me all sorts, he did, starting with his leg and verdun, and then the drapery business and the little place he likes to stop off where there's willows and a viaduct. I didn't take anything off him, not a nip, not a tab, just a sugared bun or two, but after a while his talk got me pepped again. I'd nod and smile and look out the window at the green fields, the telegraph poles flashing by, the birds on the grinning wires. All I felt then was joy. Our past was vanishing behind us. Already it seemed to mean nothing. We'd escaped, and I was on my way to Tommy, to claim a future I'd hardly been able to believe in until now. When I caught my reflection, I couldn't stop dimpling. Quite a job it was, keeping him at bay. He helped me off with the cases, tipped a porter for carrying the tea chest. He'll be sat back down in the fog now, after London and the big shops he sold to. No harm in any of it, of course, though Tommy wouldn't have understood. Even so, I'd wanted him to clock the fella, see him touch his hat, touch my elbow as I stepped down onto the platform, good foot first, in my green plaid he'd always liked so much. In me stockings and shiny button shoes, all fresh out of hock, thanks to the association advance. This perky little hat, too. His sister Monica's best, in fact. Not that Tommy'd remember. I knew she'd never redeem the ticket. Both platforms are empty, and beyond the platforms there's only fields and hedges and cloud and wind. No houses, no trees, 
no hills, no snow or slush or soot stains, all flat and wet, green and muddy, soft. It sets me teeth on edge. Who builds a station in the middle of a field anyway? There's only the station and the station master's house, the signal house, the two platforms with steps down to a tunnel connecting. I watch for him, the steps, the station building, the steps again. Rain comes in great windy gusts, rain that splatters my smooth stockings and powdered face. They said it'd be warmer down here, and it is a little. There's a sweet, rank smell in the air too, the smell of the south. When I ask after the association, my voice sounds tinny, like an announcement. The Manning Tree station master snorts unpleasantly under his moustache. He's back in his stuffy little room before I've worked out what he said.